0: Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we continue our study with the Gospel of John in chapter 12. This passage is known as the Anointing at Bethany. So we will be praying over verses 1 through 11. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromic nard, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas the Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for three hundred days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, Leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews found out that he was there and came, not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, we continue to see Jesus' intimate friendship with Lazarus and Mary and Martha. Jesus didn't just raise them from the dead and go on with his life. He continued to spend time with them because Jesus was like us in all things but sin, and so friendship would have been a very important part of Jesus' life as well. Friendship is a big part of our lives too, isn't it? Here we see the gratitude of Lazarus, Martha serving a beautiful meal, and Mary humbling herself, anointing the feet of Jesus, recognizing that she is nothing before him. The friendship that the two sisters and brothers show towards Jesus is a reflection of our friendship with the Lord too. We are called to have this intimate union with Jesus as well. Each one of us has been called by name, and Jesus wishes to not call us a slave or servant, but friend. The scriptures remind us this as Jesus points this out. Do you consider yourself a friend of Jesus? Are you proud to say that Jesus is your friend? I love that song from Liturgy. You are my shepherd, you are my friend. I want to follow you always, just to follow my friend. Sometimes we sing church hymns and we just say the words. Imagine if we actually took the time to reflect upon it. What does it mean to be a friend of Jesus? Well, here in the story of Lazarus and his sisters, we see each of them in their own way, united to Jesus, enjoying his company, and grateful for the time they have with him. I pray that's the same for us, whether it's our time at Mass, daily prayer, whether we're driving in the car or perhaps kneeling at our bedside, whether we are taking the time to read sacred scripture or perhaps entering into prayer like the rosary or one of our chaplet devotions. Perhaps it's just a general reflection on what God has done for us today. Maybe it's spending some time in silence in a cemetery or waiting for our appointment. Each of us can really reflect upon the fact that Jesus is sitting there right beside us, who cares about our day who longs to hear our voice, who wants us to speak to him as friend. Is he our God? Absolutely. But this idea of Jesus as our friend is something that is modeled by the wonderful threesome of people that we hear in Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Judas becomes jealous of this friendship that they share with him. Notice that he points out that the money should be spent on the poor, when we realize that Judas could care less about the poor. He's just saying that as a smart aleck remark. Jesus puts him in his place and recognizes that the love that Lazarus, Mary and Martha showed towards Jesus is appropriate. And that again, Jesus knows that his time is short. And so they are valuing their relationship with Jesus and the time they have left. Judas, instead of thinking of his own selfish desires, should have further utilized the time he had with Jesus. For indeed, Jesus let them know that soon the Savior would have to suffer and die for the people. They didn't want to believe this because they wanted Jesus' ministry to continue forever. How many of us may have lost a friend? Or perhaps we know of a friend who is sick currently. We wish that their disease or sickness would just go away. we do anything to spend another day with them if they have already passed away. And yet, God still gives us the gift of memory so that we can treasure the friendship we shared with them, continue to lift them in our prayer. And as this month of November reminds us, one day we can look forward to being with them in heaven. So our friendship with those who have gone before us does not end in death, friends, but rather it's an opportunity for us to seek past this life into the life that is to come. Our true friendship is shown by sharing stories of them, praying for them, and looking forward to seeing them again when the love of Jesus Christ destroys even death itself. Our friendships here on earth are meant to be genuine. We shouldn't just be friends with people because we can do business with them or because of their political power or the money they have, they could make our lives better in some way from human to human. What a great opportunity to enter into this special relationship from one human to the next that we call friendship. There is no greater love, says the Lord, than to lay down one's life for a friend. Jesus constantly speaks to us as friends. His love for us is genuine and authentic. Our love for him is also meant to be genuine and authentic. How can you and I grow in our friendship with Jesus? Then, modeling that relationship as the basis of our existence How can we form good, holy, appropriate relationships with others that we can call true friends? Not in a sexual way, not as a business deal, not with some hidden agenda, but in a very genuine, beautiful, holy connection. Friendships are important to Jesus and to us. The end of the passage, though, also shows that Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, because of their association with Jesus, became in the line of danger. This is guilt by association. Though Lazarus owes Jesus everything for raising him from the dead, they could have made a decision to stay away from Jesus because of the social pressures of the people around them. The fact that Lazarus was under the line of fire or being targeted suggests that, indeed, he had to face the decision. Do I continue to be a friend of Jesus, or should I bail on him for fear of what might happen to me? Sometimes we face those same dilemmas. Am I willing to remain a friend of Jesus, even when I may be around people who may not wish to hear about that friendship, who ridicule God for their own reasons. When I'm at a restaurant with my family, do I enter into prayer thanking God for my family and the food before me? Do I exude being a Christian at work by religious items across a picture on my desk to remind me that I'm a child of God? In my home, are there places in which pictures of Jesus align the walls, just like pictures of my spouse and children, my parents and grandparents, the art pieces, the sports memorabilia? Is my friendship with Jesus something that I show and wear on my sleeve? Or is it hidden for fear of what others might think? say or do the jewelry i wear the language i use the way i spend sunday and parts of my day this all shows that we too can make decisions like lazarus regardless of what others might say or do his friendship with jesus was important for mary and martha their friendship with jesus was important May that also be true of us, my brothers and sisters. True friendship with Jesus is a gift, a privilege, and something we should never take for granted. So let's make a commitment today to deepen our friendship with the Lord, to realize the great privilege it is to call Jesus our friend, and to realize with great humility that as Jesus wants to be your friend and mine, as individuals and as a collective, we can truly realize how privileged we are. Like Mary, like Martha, and like Lazarus, we are called to intimate friendship with Jesus. You are my shepherd, you are my friend. I want to follow you always, just to follow my friend. For God's Playbook Friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via BudSprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks and God bless.